Hello world, welcome back to Pop Views. I'm Damian Gray along with Ralph Torlucci and today we are going to be talking about, you know, it's really weird, man. As, as much as we talk about weird and unusual stuff and alien stuff, we've never brought up the Nazca lines. Nope. That's weird. And, and crop circles. I, th I think we talked about crop circles briefly in one of the other episodes. Very, very briefly. But yeah, uh, so anyway, we're going to be talking about that today. And um, But if, if I think we should start this out by talking about uh, what the Nazca lines are. If you're not aware, uh, and if, if you're listening to this, you, you're probably already aware of what the Nazca lines are anyway. But what they are is they're located uh, on the Peruvian coast uh, uh, plain about... 250 miles south of Peru, um, or, or rather of uh, Lima, excuse me. Um, and they are thought to have been created by the Nazca culture uh, about 2,000 years ago or so. Um, and um, there's three basic types of, of the lines. And there's the straight lines, right. which sometimes go for, you know, upwards to over 30 miles. Um, and then there's the, there's, there's like 300 or so geometric, uh, lines, which are, you know, they're like squares or topaz or, or, uh, 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 rectangles, triangles, that kind of thing. Um, and then there's about 70 that are actually animals and flowers and that sort of thing. And there's even one that's supposedly some sort of humanoid and they call it the astronaut cause he kind of looks like an astronaut. Right. Uh, which brings up a very interesting question. Um, who created these things, actually? And did they have help from aliens, really? Because if they, if, they, if they have one depicting uh, kind of an astronaut kind of figure, is it, was it, did aliens help them do this? What do you think? I don't know. We, we, well, we call it the astronaut because the um, person who was flying the plane that discovered that one actually got to name it. Oh, okay. And he called it the astronaut. Mm -hmm. But if you look at it, what else would you call it? Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. literally a guy that has like a round bubble head looks like an astronaut. Yeah, yeah. You know, especially with all the other things, it's inevitable that they would have to put something spacey looking. Mm -hmm. Well, and, you know, uh, Eric Von Daniken uh, did that... Uh, he was probably one of the first to uh, claim the whole ancient astronaut thing. Right. Um, and he did it with his book, uh, Chariot, Chariots of the Gods. And in that, he talks about a lot of different cave paintings and stuff. That, uh, and a lot of them come from uh, uh, South America. Right. Where they're depicting people in spacecrafts and that kind of thing. And, and, it's, and it's hard to um, think of it as, when you view these things, it's hard to think of it as anything other than a spacecraft or perhaps right. an alien. And now, you know, a lot of people, most people think that they are depictions of their gods. Uh, but it just seems pretty obvious to me that they're aliens of some sort, you know? Well, there's, a, there's so many speculations about it, but um, one of the things I want to mention real quick is if you don't know about these things, how big they are. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're talking 300, 100 and 200, 300 feet wide and long some of these things yeah yeah and uh you can really only see them if you're up high like on top of a mountain or in a plane mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> excuse me 
Um, so that brought up the question: How did they even do them to begin with? Yeah. Never mind who, yeah. why they did them. Well, and how precise they are. Right. You know, I mean, th- these long straight lines are really, really straight. There's no deviation to them at all. Right, and it's and they're crisscrossed through some of the drawings, and they crisscross through each other, um, and they kind of like span the whole thing. Yeah. A lot yeah. of people say they're pathways through and from to the different ones. Well, and that's one of the explanations is that they're actually pathways and that they perhaps may have led uh, uh, people to like trade fairs and that sort of thing, you know, and, and, and markets. Um, I don't know if I buy that. I can buy the straight lines being pathways. <clears throat> Excuse me. Like they're saying that the, you know, the, if the, each symbol was a worshiped uh deity mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they needed to uh, do ceremonies in each of these deities in each mm-hmm. of these sections they needed a way to get there and that these lines were ways to get from one area to another area yeah um personally my personal belief and and what do i know but my personally personal belief like for instance like that that spider uh pictogram right there um i think that one yeah, yeah. <laughs> um I, I think really probably what it was was that it was a part of a ritual uh, insofar as that it was it, it may have been part of like a ritualistic meditation where you had to walk the path in the the, the, the inner path of these lines. Um, and then, you know, and then when you were done, then, you know, you, there would be some sort of ritual. Uh, the hummingbird one is a good example of what I'm talking about because you could walk the entire inner perimeter of the thing. And it's almost like a maze, right? You know, and when you get to the end of the maze, maybe there was some sort of ritual. Maybe, maybe it was okay, some so sort what, of rite of passage. Well, some of that would explain some of the ones on the ground, but some of these are actually on the side of the mountains, like mm-hmm. the astronaut, right? Right. So you're not walking, or the you know that. Yeah. So I I don't know. I I it, this has baffled people for centuries. Right. They, they have no idea what these things are, and um and and you were telling me that uh, a Japanese team. Uh, just recently discovered like 50 more of these things. Right. Uh, 50, well, 25 new ones and 25 that were only known by like tribe and local area people. Okay. They were kind of hidden. Okay. Um, so yeah, they found a bunch more. Um, now, are they in the Nazca area there? Or yes. Are they in same the, area as everything else. Yeah. I know that there's, there's like a neighboring area there. Uh, or two, actually. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. actually several. That's, those are the cities of the dead. That's a whole another area. What do you mean, cities of the dead? Well, there's oh, what are the name of the uh, places? Hold on, I have, I do have that. Uh, Pampa, Chachia, and Chovachi. Okay. Okay. Those are where there's lots of tombs and burial areas. Okay. And now. What they're thinking is that after the people died, they would go through to these certain um, figures that are on the ground, have a ceremony, and the past would lead them to these places so they could bury their dead. Okay, and and which further proves the point that it probably was... Something ritualistic, of, something, some sort of ritualistic religious right. thing, you know. I think it's, a, it's that's probably probably the best explanation. Mm-hmm. I mean, but there's so many different. A lot of people say that it's not only um, that they're ritual in that aspect, but that they believe that they came from the heavens, okay, and that they came from the constellations, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and this is them speaking and praising up to the constellations where they come from again it, it begs the question about you know alien life correct and, and perhaps the whole ancient astronaut thing is real well there's that one strip too that looks just so much like a runway 
the extra right, wide right. strip mm-hmm. with all the thin lines that looks like a runway yeah, yeah. in fact um i was reading an interesting thing about that that if you uh looked at the globe now this line has a triangle that points in, in the direction of um giza Okay. okay. Now, if you point pinpoint Giza where it's pointing to, and then you go straight down the the other way and pinpoint the other side, it's Easter Island. Really? So all these lines are pointing from Eastern Island with a triangle pointing to Giza. Well, how much of a coincidence do you think that is? Though? I don't. Yeah. That's just the thing. I don't. And there's so many hidden things in those lines, too. Like, if you look at the triangle area and you just look just into the triangle area, okay, there's eight lines and then there's five lines and there's only two lines that actually make it across a section of area. Uh-huh. Now... What they're saying is that means that that's eight, five divided by two. Now, I'm not going to go through the whole math problem of this, but basically what ends up coming out is longitude and latitude mm-hmm. of the area. Okay, okay. Yeah. Which, okay, again, what is that, coincidence that all those lines would equal those numbers? Yes, it takes a mathematician to figure that out, but still, somebody had to put something into there, I would mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, I just wonder how much that is being read into, you know? Uh, one of the things that I found interesting was that th- that same Japanese team that discovered the new ones also back in, uh, I think it was 2011, di- uh, discovered uh, 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 this one geoglyph and that it seems to represent uh, a ritual of decapitation, which, you know, the Aztecs were known for. Yes. You know, and so I think it's interesting that uh, they, w- they would have this de- uh, 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 depiction of that. Um which again, it goes back to it's not only describing their religious uh, culture, but their culture, their 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 social structure itself. You know? Right. Um, back then, too, you've got to remember when we're talking about we're talking about like 200 BC. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Some of the mm-hmm. earliest lines are showing. That's a long time ago. Do <laughs> I you mean, think that there's any possibility that uh, these things could still be? Uh, or, or, or that they're being created today, and that's possibly why they're discovering more. No, because of, uh, now you brought up an interesting question because we had talked about this a little while ago um, when we were talking about the Inca stones and how they can't verify uh, the carving lines and how oh, we can tell if the rock was that old, but how do they know that's when the lines the were carvings? Carved? Yeah, you're talking about the Inca stones or the Inca stones, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, I said the Inca. Sorry. Um, yeah. And personally, I happen to think that that whole thing's a hoax, I, but that's just my personal opinion. That doesn't mean that it is, but right. it just seems to me that uh, uh, that it was off when they, they <coughs> excuse me, um, this whole thing came back, came up in like 1966, I think it was when some dentist was given this as a gift. Right, and, for a paperweight. Yeah, and and. The guy who gave it to him, uh, one of the natives there, uh, said that he found it and a bunch more in a cave. Um, and I, I don't know. I, they have over a thousand of them now, and right, right they depict things on it like uh, anatomy that's really uh, accurate. Um, they predict things like uh, a wom- pregnant woman getting a transfusion, meaning they knew about hormones and how it would help the baby. Um, there was just this amazing you know, surgery uh, procedures. Well, and stuff I saw like that. I saw one where it, sh- it depicted a dinosaur 
eating a man. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Now, yeah. <laughs> what we were talking about this because I we you know this is actually near these lines uh-huh. and uh, in Peru and my question was how do we know that the rocks are that old but that you know their lines are not that old since they've been drilled into it there's no way to tell yeah, how do yeah. we know the Nazca lines are not newer than then they're how are they carbon dating them or whatever to find out they're from 200 BC mm-hmm. and I found out an answer to that question which ties in what we're talking about Basically, the gland is filled with lime. They take and they wipe away the red uh, soil on top, okay. which leaves a white clay-like soil on the bottom. It's filled with a uh, lime deposit. So the okay. morning moisture, basically what it ended up doing was making a layer of protection and hardening over the lines, and that's why they've lasted so long, and they've okay. been able to date it using that air area. Huh. Huh. So we know the lines are that long ago. So now the question is, you were saying is, how do we know that they did them, or how do we know, know why they did them, or how they would do them, without being able to see up there? Mm-hmm. And they say it was surveying tools. Yeah, um, it's also thought that they may have been one of the first inventors of a of, of a hot air balloon. Right. You know, and and I think that that is very plausible. Well, natural really. gases may be coming up from that. That especially during that time. That's mm-hmm. so long ago. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, they had already created fire by that point, you know, and so <laughs> they weren't that primitive. Um, so I think, you know, if, if you just observe fire, you can see things floating in it. And it, and I mean, you know. Uh, how, uh, how far of a step is it to get? Right. To, 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 to devise some sort of uh, 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 blanket or something that would be attached to a basket that, you know, under a fire that would make you rise into the air and i i don't think it's really that much of a stretch for but before. how much of a, of a stretch is it either too though i mean how is it easy for us to draw a pattern on a piece of paper mm-hmm. and then break it up in grids and then put all those grids together and make something well did you they know? have papyrus back then did this did this did this culture have papyrus where they could devise plans on on paper that kind of thing i'm actually not sure about that I but they did have these little metal things with round uh metal uh circles on the top Okay. And those were found in a lot of the line areas that you could see that they were using the sun to use uh-huh. that to line up lines. Uh, that make, would to make, make a lot of sense. Yeah. And they used yeah. sticks to actually scrape it away. They found mm-hmm. some of the uh, sticks that are about that old also mm-hmm. that they were used. Yeah. yeah. So, And you know what blows my mind is that these things have been sitting there for so long. Right. And, and, I, and, and pretty much undisturbed. I, I, I know, I, I heard that Greenpeace got in a lot of trouble for going there and disturbing the lions. Right. They were there supposedly to, to do a protest to protect them and ended up damaging, damaging them. them. Yeah, yeah. Not surprising. Yeah. There's actually been a lot of damage done too. You know, there was uh, sand borders. Had, they had a, were having a problem with sand borders oh, in one really? area too. Really? That was becoming big there. Wow. And so now they're protecting stuff. Um, Maria Ricci, um, she's one of the people who first helped discover them and stuff. She did a whole uh, Save the Lions um, promotion okay. and ended up making it a national, you know, monument type thing really? to preserve them. Yeah, huh. which huh. I'm glad because, I mean, they're they're amazing. I mm-hmm. mean, if you haven't seen these, look it up. It's real easy to find on Google and you'll see a million pictures and oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. of these yeah. enormous yeah. animal and people and trees and yeah, odd and things. Like, and like I said, I... Uh, uh, 
It's you know the movie is kind of dated, but *Chariots of the Gods* by Eric von Daniken. I mean, it really spotlights these things quite a lot. This is where right. I first heard about him when I was a kid, and yeah, and he really gets into them. And uh, folks, if you've never seen this movie or read the book, it's kind of dated. You know, but it's worth watching. It really is. If you're, you I'd actually like to watch it again to yeah. see how dated it is. Yeah, um, I saw it. I want to say maybe a year ago. I saw it again, and yeah, it's it's very seventies dated, dated kind of thing. But you know, it's very interesting if if you have any interest at all in the whole ancient astronaut theory. Uh, it's very interesting, actually. Um, what but, I found uh, interesting that these weren't even discovered till like nineteen twenty seven. Yeah, 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 by a pilot. But but again. You have because mainly you have to be up in the air to see. Right. You can see, you know, some of them that are on like sides of the mountains, but you don't see the majority of them. Well, and most of those are hidden in places there people don't see unless you're, you know, no, the yeah. other side of the world, basically, the other side of the mountain. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I just, I found them interesting because no one knows. That's why, you know, where they just, an artist going crazy. I mean, well, who's that artist that put up the big red umbrellas all over the world? Oh, I don't remember. But you know who I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. yeah. yeah um, could it be something well, like that? I don't, I don't know. Because this would take the work of a lot of people to do this. Um, so I, I, I can't see this being, you know, one or two artists just going nuts, you know, and doing that kind of thing. Um, I mean, I, I, I would imagine this would take entire villages to accomplish this Oh, stuff, I'm sure. You know. Because well, all, so. the the, all the lines you see of the animals are more scraped, and then all the straight lines are li rock-lined. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So imagine how many rocks they had to use. Because oh, wow. if, yeah. if you haven't yeah. seen it, there's pictures of lines, and there's just lines like this, cross crisscrossing, and tons of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but... Uh, Let's go on here, and um, I, I want to talk about uh, crop circles. Well, wait, wait. I want to have one more thing I want to talk about with the um, Nazca lines real quick, the celestial tie-in to it, that there's a lot of people, too, that have uh, noted that a lot of these figures point towards certain areas at certain times of the uh, solstice. Now, there's a shell called a trapezoid shell, and every so many generations, the tide in the ocean, you know how it moves? The hotness of the tide of the ocean gets right to where that area is in, uh, that, uh, in Peru, and all these shells wash across the shore. Okay. And that area is basically pointed to by all these Nazca lines. And you find a lot of these shells mixed in with the pottery and stuff you find along these lines, like the ceremonial pottery and stuff. And they're thinking that they use this, these lines to celebrate seasons also. I see. So I they see. followed the I tide and the shells okay. coming up. And I thought that was really interesting. Huh. Again, ceremonial. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sorry. I, didn't, I just thought that was important to say because yeah. I thought it was interesting. Um, but getting back to the whole alien theory behind this and that they may have had help with uh, from aliens again going back to the go, getting into the crop circle thing that's what a lot of people think crop circles are they think they're created by aliens um, um, I'm not going to sit here and poo-poo the idea really but I am not a believer in the whole uh, crop circle thing I th that's not to say that they're not uh, that they're all hoaxes but I think the vast majority of them are some of them have not been able to be explained, uh, but that's not to say that all of them are. Most of them are explained away. Yeah. Most and, of them actually, especially from the 90s and early 2000s, were uh, admittedly done. Well, and, and 
the whole the whole thing really started. Now they say that the whole crop circle thing has been around since I think they 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 found a wood wood cutting from like 1600s or something like that, and it had it depicted uh, uh, the devil with a scythe going through a, a crop and creating a circle. Um, and they say so. You know, crop circle has been around since then. Actually, no. The first crop circle was discovered like in 1974, 76, I think it was 76. Somewhere in the 70s, right. And it was, and these two guys admitted to getting drunk one night at a pub and going, you know what, let's go screw with people. And so that's what they did. And I think ever since then, I mean, ever since then, you've seen crop circle after crop circle after crop circle popping up all over the world. And, you know, you were talking about the Nazca lines and how it could possibly be artists doing this. Um, well, I think that that is most certainly the case with a lot of these crop circles. Some of these crop circles most of are them. absolutely beautiful, actually. Right. I and agree. They're, they're, and the, the, truly work, works of art. Right. You know? They truly are. And you're right. It's a lot of artists. There's actually a, uh, there's a circle makers is what they're called. And it's actually an organization that goes out and makes crop circles. Uh -huh. You know, people who do this and people who admit it from, like I said, from back then doing mm -hmm. a lot of the famous ones. Yeah, yeah. You know, now there are other ones that are famous, but they're not quite uh, um, easy to dismiss as some of these because mm -hmm. they're different than other ones. Right, right, right. You know, these right. aren't just ones that pop up. Like there was one called um, um, Mothership. And I thought it was funny because... In the middle of it is a three-leaf, like almost look like a holly leaf type pattern, but it's a smooth leaf. And the logo almost looks exactly like Mother Glass, which is a bong company. And it just shows up <laughs> overnight. So, okay, yeah, I don't think I'm going to believe that one quite as much. But there's ones that have shown up that now, first of all, let's go into the nodes. You know, when they bend these things, they use boards. And a lot of times, they, you can find markings of the board scraping on the nodes to where the uh, actual wheat um, bends. Okay. Okay. okay? Um, normally, it would bend and just be kind of like not broken, but just bent, uh -huh, curved. Right, right. But on some of these crop circles, they're finding that they've been elongated and stretched right i've heard about that and see like you said i mean those those are the ones that they haven't been able to explain just yet right. and i've also heard that they're the magnetic energy in some of these are, right. are is, is a little different where the magnetic energy they found have found radiation in some of them mm -hmm. they've found uh the energy for the magnetism so different by hundreds of um feet per second something like that they call it but yeah they've, it's big differences in inside the crop circle and outside of the crop circle yeah yeah but as for the magnetic thing some of those crop circles that are made are made naturally they found in science too mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what's happening is now i don't know if everybody out there has probably seen the uh, youtube video where the guy has a speaker and he has some sand on top of it and he plays different tones and as he changes the tones, the pattern oh, right. vibrates and changes the way the pattern looks of, of the sand on top of the music. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, electricity will do the same thing. Right. So if you have a crop that's charged a certain way and then all of a sudden you added an electrical bolt, volt to it some way or another, it actually will fall into that pattern. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So some of these crop circles aren't actually crop circles they're actually naturally developed 
energy sources well, being released. And, and and this isn't to say that the more artistic ones, uh, 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 it, that it's an explanation for that. But I do know that when grass dies, um, because I mean, you know they they found these crop circles in grass pastures rather than wheat too, and I think it's just a matter of the grass dying because it tends to gr- die in big circular patterns. Uh, I don't know if you've ever had a yard with that happening, but I've had it happen in, in my yards. So you've had many and crop circles. I've had many crop circles, yeah. And uh, or or you know, um, if you've ever had like a pool, one of those kiddie pools in your backyard, you know, and you know what kind of a, it, it it leaves uh, an indentation in the uh, uh, in in the grass, and I think that that could be an explanation for a lot of these grass crop, crop circles. Now the wheat ones, they're hard, a little harder to explain away well and it's hard to explain the radioactivity Uh and some of and stuff like that there's actually been people who have speculated that some of these people work for medical places and are using uh waste to make them radioactive the fields radioactive and i find that really hard to believe that you know if if that was the case i think it would be a whole different yeah different different ball game altogether i think yeah um but uh (laughs) But yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm just not a big believer in crop circles. I never really have been. And, you know, you, you get on YouTube and like with everything else, you see all these hoaxes. And, you know, I saw one just uh, the other day with this uh, light that was creating a crop circle. Right. That's from 1971 or 91, excuse 91, me. 91, yeah, yeah. I believe. Yeah. yeah and I, I just, you know, it just seems like early. Uh, uh, oh, 97. Oh, 97, it was. That was the Oliver Castle crop circles. And now, that was a big deal back then because nobody was really Photoshopping and doing... You didn't really do your own videos as much back then. No, but it wasn't as though it was impossible to do. Right. It was just the beginning, but that helped fool a lot of people, especially people who were naive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, they admitted that they did it. Oh, did they? Yeah, they they came out finally and admitted that it was it was a hoax. Yeah, yeah. So, but still, um, excuse me. Uh, there was something else I wanted to talk about really quick, and I don't remember. Oh, the uh, Children Dalton Observatory. That's the one where they uh, found the DNA strip. Now, uh, if you remember that, we sent up a DNA strip in the. Um, Apollo 17 or something. Um, And the DNA strip was showing our DNA, human DNA, um, and uh, our position on Earth and things like that. Well, there ended up being a giant crop circle showing up with a uh, same thing as the strip, except the DNA pattern was changed to represent something else. And scientists haven't been able to figure out what it means. Now, is it a hoax or is it something more interesting than that? That's one of those that makes me go, um, okay. Yeah. And that was one of those with the radioactivity and stuff too, which would be hard to fake. Well, okay. Um, but it wouldn't be impossible to fake that DNA uh, uh, no. pictograph and then change, change the it. DNA strip just a little bit just to confuse people. So I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, why why do they have problems, too, with things growing in some of these areas? Some of these areas have no problem. Well, right. And like you said, with with, with the radiation and the magnetic change there, I mean, you, it's, that's hard to explain away. I mean, you, you, that's that's why they haven't been able to uh, 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 offer a decent explanation behind these. But, 
But again, I think the majority of them are, you know, hoaxes. I'll agree or, with you. And well, if they're, and and if they're, they're not hoaxes, made. they're just, you know, artists having fun. Well, and there's so many of them. Now it's become a big thing again. Uh, one, one of these guys, oh, I can't think of the artist's name, has a new video out. And his whole thing is called Crop Circles and has a whole diamond in a crop circle that he had made. Oh, really? So there's actually people now you can hire to go make crop circles for you. Wow. Yeah, for your, they, um, uh, I can't even think of some of the other places that have done Fox, uh, Firefox, the uh, internet uh, oh, window the browser, store, right. the browser. They just recently did one too. Did they? They did a crop circle with the Fox. Oh, did they? Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it's it's now a trending thing again, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Which is kind of screwed up because if there's any validity behind this, we'll never discover it because of this crap. No. You know? I mean, it's it's kind of like what I've said before about these uh, people who hoax uh, uh, UFOs and aliens, that kind of thing. It's really bothersome to those of us who are sincerely interested as to, you know, delving into the truth of this, you know? Well, this one's too is more one of those that's definitely a conspiracy theory type thing. Uh-huh. The Nazca lines are there. We know they're there. Yeah, right, right, we know right. they're ancient. There's yeah. nothing we can deny about that. Yeah. We just don't know what. And that's an actual true mystery. Well, and that's what crop I was, circles well, are just kind of like Bigfoot. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But that's what I, why I was asking. You know, if if uh, they discovered any evidence that the Nazca lines are continuing to be created, you know, uh, yeah. I, and I wonder about that, and maybe that's why they're discovering new ones. You know? Yeah, well, they're being tested out to be the same age. So uh, that's weird. Since they can do that because of the lime coating. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, I, I don't know. Huh. I don't know. But, um, well, anyway. So I think this is going to be a relatively short show today. Um, well, there's not much more we can talk about on them. I mean, we can go into the, the depth of the mathematics of these uh, crop circles and the lines and stuff like that. But What's I don't want to listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't care. Let's get to the end game, man. Uh, so today we decided we're going to get back to do another... Uh, Another uh, would you rather kind of thing. I think these are kind of interesting, actually. Yeah. Kind of get to know. Yeah. So here's one for you. Okay. Uh, would you rather have an easy job working for someone else or work your ass off working for yourself? Wow. Um, I think I'd probably rather work my ass off working for myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. I don't like other people. I don't like people in general. (laughs) I don't like being out in public, so never mind going and talking. And you know what? Even your nicest boss can end up being an asshole. I learned that from my last job. Yeah, yeah. I've I've, I've been there, most definitely. In fact, I've been that boss where where I've been a nice guy, uh, but there's a breaking point, you know? And And, and you got to lay down the law with people, and that makes you feel like shit when you're the boss. It's not as though I know there are bosses out there that love being jerks. But I certainly wasn't one of them. If I could work with just John over the, my old job, uh, I would work with him forever and do that. Yeah. 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 He, he was just the easiest, coolest boss. And, then, you know, I would do something wrong. He'd come over and explain what I did. And it was no big deal. It wasn't, you know, I did my job. Yeah. So, yeah, that would be a nice, nice. But, yeah, most of the time, no, there's no, no it's a nice boss. Yeah. I, I, I don't mind working hard if I'm doing something productive for myself. You know, and in 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 something that I know I know is a means to an end kind of thing. Um, my problem is self discipline. You know, well, um, I had that business for a while, that public that publishing business, and 
somebody told me they they said they said when you work for yourself, you've got to treat it as though you're working for somebody else. You've got to get up in the morning, take a shower, get dressed, and then go to work. Do your eight hours. Yeah, do your eight hours, and you know, take a lunch break, but that's it. You know, you can't just dabble in it throughout the day. And man, he was right because that's what I started doing in the beginning. And I felt that the whole thing was floundering. And so, I mean, but you know, you gotta, you well, gotta have a lot of self-discipline when you work for yourself. Not even for your own job. Think about this. I mean, this isn't a job. We're not getting paid to do this, but we put a lot of work into this. Oh yeah. Yeah. And this is a lot of time yeah. and you have to be a little self-disciplined to be able to do it. Yeah. Yeah. You do. And, so uh, we're not, I mean, if you notice, yeah, I was going to say, if you notice, sometimes we go a couple extra days with that, and we say, say. <laughs> without putting one up, but things happen. Okay. You ready for yours? Sure, sure. Okay. Would you rather be three feet taller or three feet shorter? Um, taller, most definitely. Um, and I'm a tall guy to begin with. Uh, I know you people on YouTube, you can't tell this <laughs> because I'm always sitting here, uh, but I'm a tall guy. I'm, 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 I'm six foot two. And, um, and my wife is like four feet nine, I think is that four, is four, that feet, tall? four feet, four feet, four foot, I think it's, she's four, four feet nine. And I'm always making fun of her because she's short, you know, and I would much rather be taller because I can reach stuff and I see what she goes through <laughs> not being able to reach stuff. Yeah. And three feet taller would uh, make you awfully short even. Uh, yeah. 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 You'd be under four feet. Yeah. Yeah. No. So I, yeah, I most definitely taller. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if the view might be nice being that short, but uh, yeah, I'd want to be taller too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, because you're what five? What about five seven and a half? Five yeah, eight? Yeah, yeah. Depends yeah. if I stretched out that day. <laughs> that day, that's true. Tell me, I'll tell you, that's true. Especially when you get old, all of a sudden you you all start crunching up together. You, know, you stretch out in the morning, all of a sudden you feel like you're two inches taller. <laughs> okay, give me, hit me with another one. Okay, would you rather be invisible for one day? Or have the ability to fly for one day? Ooh. Oh, wow. Um, I would say invisible for a day. Really? Yeah. Why? <sighs> Lots of different reasons. Um, go in places where you're not supposed to go. Like, go run through Area 51. Yeah, there you go. You know? Um, they have detection for that. The warp boy shower. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, the men shower at the Y. No, um, no but... Uh, <coughs> Going into all those secret places and doing stuff like that. Yeah. That yeah. would be, you know, getting places where then seeing the truth about something. Yeah. I'd rather fly, I think. Most definitely. Yeah. I don't know. I'd be afraid. I'd hit, I know my luck. I'd be flying in my day. You know, like Cinderella's pumpkin. It hits midnight and all of a sudden I'm still flying. <laughs> but down I go. Okay. Would you rather, this is funny that you said that one, because I have, would you rather breathe underwater or fly? Well, um, you know, being a Pisces, it's weird. I'm not a big one for swimming. You know, I, I like swimming in pools, but I mean, don't get me, I, I don't go in an ocean. I'll float on an ocean. I like getting in boats cruise lines to be specific you know but if you but, fly you could just fly to that place yeah there you go you know um uh, yeah i think i'd rather fly yeah. yeah i'll have to agree with you because you know i thought about it and i was like you know one of my biggest fears is drowning yeah, yeah. and i've gone on lots of cruises believe it or not but uh i would i thought yeah and you know i'd like to be able to breathe in water again the whole flying thing you know even if it's just you know i could just fly that's you know, there's not, it's not going to end, but still, I don't know if I'd want to be up that high all the time and stuff. 
where I could just probably swim across the water. That's what I was thinking. But then I started thinking, no, I'm not swimming across the water. Megadontosaurus or whatever those things are going to get me and big giant sharks and whales. See, see that's and- just it. I'm afraid of drowning too, but I'm afraid of drowning after I've been bitten by a shark. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. That's why I don't like to go in the ocean. I'm afraid of sharks. I'm so I'll, I'll agree with you. Fly. <laughs> uh, would you rather, now you were mentioning that you don't, you're not a big people person. Would you rather live alone for the rest of your life or around annoying people? Um, annoying people. Annoying people. Which well, really most people are kind of annoying. Isn't that the reason I don't like people? Because most are annoying. Um, you know, I've lived alone all my life. A lot, or not all my life, but a lot of times in my life. And I think I'd rather live alone and I have the internet to talk to people. That's not, that's not being with them. Yeah. I'd rather, rather living with somebody annoying. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, you know me, I'm not a big people person at all. I don't, I, 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 I think it's because of what I've done my whole life. I've worked in the pub with the public my whole life. And I think it's because of that, that I just can't stand dealing with people anymore. Um, but I don't know that I'd be able to live the life of a hermit. I've, I've thought about it sincerely, um, especially back when I was single. You know, I thought, well, I could do this. I could live, you know, out in the woods somewhere alone. But I don't think I could do it. Oh, I, 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 I couldn't live away from society. Like I'd that. have to, I'd have to have internet, but I'd be fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> as long as it's not where Bigfoot is. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay. Would you rather see three times into the future? Or change three things from the past. Three times into the future? What right. You like you can, can you think. Oh, th- on three separate times I could right. see. Right. Three future. separate times you can th- you can see into the future. Or three separate times you can go back and change something that's happened. I think I'd rather see into the future. Most definitely. You know. I'd be a very rich man. <laughs> if I could do that. <laughs> it comes down to greed. It comes down to greed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing that I'd rather see into the future, but only because I don't think seeing into the past would make much of a difference. The past is the past has already happened and being able to change something that already happened could change so many things and make them so much worse. Right. It's like we were talking about the butterfly effect. I right. Think, I think, you know, just because you can change something in the past doesn't mean you should. Right. You know, and that's, that's what I would be afraid of. So I would rather, yes, agree with you. Look into the future and maybe not even make a profit off of it, just make maybe the world a better place or me a better place or something. Or Yeah, I you just know, don't Steve, want to change King, the past. Stephen That's King right. talks about that in that uh, 11-22-63 when he's talking about the Kennedy assassination. The guy goes back and he attempts to save Kennedy's life. And when he does, it changes everything and the world ends because of it. I mean, it's just, I, I think that that's a good example of that. I mean, you probably shouldn't change the past, even if you had the ability to do so. You know? Right. I think that's really a scary thought that you could do that. I mean, you know, we were talking about uh, time travel at one point in one of our episodes, and we talked extensively about that and how things could really get screwed up if the general public were allowed to go back in time. Correct. Can you imagine? Yeah, I think you can still hear that episode on uh, Podbean and yeah, on Podbean. Yeah, all I, I don't think ones. we did it on. Um, I'm not sure. No, I don't think we did on it YouTube. on YouTube. It's not yeah, on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. I think it was before I we started so. with YouTube. But uh, anyway, let's get out of here for the day. What do you say? I agree, uh, folks. We are going to be back a little later on this week. I think 
we were talking about Trump's uh, uh, Space Force and we were kind of making fun of it. Uh, but then I found that uh, evidently there are people out there who believe that, that we already have fleets of, U of UFOs out there in space. And so we already have kind of a Space Force that's protecting us from certain alien life forms. Uh, and so... Uh, we may be doing an episode on that, I think, here pretty soon. Uh, and I think it's going to be uh, pretty interesting considering the fact that Trump has just come out with this whole uh, 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 Space Force kind of thing. <laughs> so I don't know. And, uh, you know, I've been making fun of it. But, you know, at, at first, really, I thought it was a good idea. We should we probably should have a Space Force of some sort. I just see him being Darth Vader. That's my problem with the whole thing. You know? <laughs> yeah, we're, we're we're hoping for the, you know, like uh Captain Picard and we're yeah. going to we're going to end up with stormtroopers. Exactly, right. Now we'll man. probably end up more like space balls. Yeah, right. <laughs> anyway, we're out of here. Until next time, keep thinking and question everything. <laughs>